Okay, welcome to the to Tea for Lunch, the show where we serve up the news you need to know in 15 minutes or less and a day earlier than usual. Yeah, if you're new here every week, we'll come at you with some stories that are happening that you need to know. So it could be something in marketing and tech related. And then also we sprinkle in some fun celebrity gossip here and there. Um, we go live usually every Thursday at 1230 Mountain Standard Time. But today, obviously it's not Thursday. It's an exception. We are trying out Wednesdays and a few reasons for that, but mostly because it just works better for our team to get this show edited and out into the podcast atmosphere. So we're going to try it out. If you like Wednesdays, let us know. If you prefer Thursday, we also want to hear from you there. So yeah. Yeah. Or if you catch up on the podcast after the fact, let us know what, what do you like better Thursday or Friday? Is this like something that takes you into the weekend or you want, want it to kind of get you through the rest of the week? Get you to Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big it's question. Day. We need an answer. <laughs> cool. Well, we have so much First, I have to say something that happened today. Oh, yeah, please do. We like to share like how things are going. Um, I feel like I did a good public service today because I witnessed a hit and run when I was driving home from dropping off our daughter at daycare. Mm -hmm. And uh, at first I was like, oh, man, I got to stay in and wait for the police to arrive because I am a witness. But then the person that hit the other car decided to just peel off. So I was like, okay, I'm Batman today. So I chased him down, caught up to him at a red light, took a picture of their license plate, which after the fact, I'm like, is it weird that I took a picture while I was driving? But anyways, no. doing a good service. Um, and then I just drove past him, gave him a little finger wag, and then went back to you the scene did? of the crime. You did this thing? Yeah. So I feel like they just knew all day that eventually it was going to catch up to them. I do not have the cojones to like make any hand gestures to drivers. Like, even if they did something wrong. Not even a, uh, uh honey? Uh, no. No, I don't. I'd Come be on. too, like, nervous. And also, I love how you, like, just pretended right now that you're not on your phone while you drive. Like, hey. <laughs> you are so, you're very talented, actually. It's one of your many talents at, like, full email dialogue. No, no. Hey, strike this from the record. I uh, keep my phone in my pocket. Yes, totally. You're a very safe driver. You're, you're good. You're a good driver. Thank you. <laughs> but also, yeah, thanks for your public service. Yeah. So then I was getting a bunch of missed calls right before we did tea for lunch. And then I got a text that it was a police officer asking to talk to me. So I nice. gave him a shout, gave him the the details, the juicy details on what happened. And here we are. Yeah. You did a great, important public service. So Mr. Incredible today. <laughs> Friendly. What is it? Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Batman? Yeah. I mean, I'd... We could get into a debate about which which superhero is better, but I'm just going to go with Batman. I'd love to debate you, but I don't care enough about that. Yeah. So as soon as I said else. it, I knew. <laughs> um, Should we get into the actual news now? Let's do it. Cool. Okay. First up, we're going to talk about YouTube. YouTube launched some really interesting, exciting updates to their partner program, and it affects creators. If you're a creator who's trying to monetize your platform or build an audience on YouTube, this is a really important update. Um, so previously, you creators had to reach a thousand subscribers and four thousand public hours within a twelve month period in order to monetize their YouTube pages. So monetize basically through ads. So you had to reach that milestone before you were invited into the YouTube partner program. Um, but now starting in 2023, creators can also qualify if they receive 10 million shorts view over a 90 day period while sustaining a thousand subscribers. So um, basically what that means is YouTube is starting to allow creators to monetize through shorts, which is their new um, like 
plat not platform. It's like a new sub version. Platform. Yeah, a new version. <laughs> what is it? But basically it's short videos that you can upload yeah. and short vertical videos. Um, so that's pretty cool. And YouTube will also be lowering their requirements for creators who are earlier in their journey um, and more details to come about that because I know 10 million sounds like a lot of views. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like the more details that we're waiting for is maybe the more interesting part because 10 million views seems like it's still difficult to achieve. Like it's almost communicated as if that's supposed to like be easier, but well, 10 million views over three months, I feel like isn't that hard to achieve on a platform like TikTok. So I think that's what they're trying to do. Like if they're trying to get more people onto shorts or more people to invest time creating shorts and creating content for shorts, which I actually think is pretty awesome because YouTube, unlike competitors like TikTok or reels they're actually starting to like do uh revenue sharing for ads which is like something that tiktok has never done yet instagram hasn't done so i think that this could be successful in moving creators over from tiktok to youtube yeah and i guess as i'm thinking about it what it allows for is virality like Mm -hmm. the previous requirements a thousand subscribers and four thousand public watch hours doesn't really account for virality, like the quick flash in the pan, the pan kind of. Yeah, but does virality content? even exist on YouTube? Well, it might with shorts. And I guess the benefit of YouTube shorts is you can like embed a video anywhere outside of like Instagram and TikTok and stuff. So if you have like a blog and people like watching it or reading it. Yeah, maybe it's an indication of changes to their algorithm even. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm not that mad about it. Yeah. So lots of interesting stuff happening at YouTube. I feel like they're doing um, like a good job at meeting their creators and actually including updates into their platform that actually help creators. Yeah. They've also mentioned that they're working to improve creator music, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they didn't give a lot of detail about that, but that's a space that is broken because of all the record labels. And like, I just feel like the music industry is still like the mob. (laughs) Or the mafia. It's just like so controlled and monopolized by a few like big Mm -hmm. corporations. Totally. And that messes up like what creators can do on TikTok and Instagram still. Yeah. And with the updates that they announced yesterday, YouTube is going to allow creators to access some of the music on YouTube. And it's going to like do a profit sharing with the creators of the music too. So I think they're, yeah, they're going in the right direction. Okay. YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, we're on YouTube. That's true. We've been dropping episodes from Tea for Lunch on YouTube. Some of you have been watching. We've been noticing that a few of the specific episodes have been popping. So thank you. And -hmm. if you're sick of just listening to us and you want to see our faces. Want to see our beautiful faces. I did get my hair done recently, so I highly recommend that you go to YouTube and watch it. Yes, she's serving (laughs) looks. (laughs) It's a lot darker. It is. It's good. It's good for fall, winter. It's good for your vibe. You always say it's good for fall, winter, but like, is it good in general? Yes. This could be my new forever look. It, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm down. <laughs> Thank you. You look hot. <laughs> okay, um, next story. Kanye is back at Tea for Lunch. He's been making headlines once again. After being so happy with his Gap partnership, he's no longer having it. And I don't blame him. I feel like if you watch what's been going on on social, that's just been a mess from day one. And uh, I understand that he's been sharing documents, noting how he's no longer allowed to independently wear or use or promote items sim- similar to the Yeezy and Adidas or Yeezy and Gap lines, which obviously I think he's going to work on with his lawyers and get that resolved. But um, it's been drama that's been going on for a long time. And I believe that um, 
his lawyers actually served some papers to Gap recently because of breach of contract. So I think there's just stuff going on behind the scenes. Obviously, a lot of Kanye is a polarizing figure. So there's a lot of people that either hate anytime he like speaks out about this kind of stuff or they act, like fully back him. But I think what's important here is that Ye is a person and Adidas and Gap are huge corporations. And he's done a lot creatively, whether it's like in the fashion space or the music space. And it seems like the truth of it is that these corporations are just like benefiting from him and kind of taking advantage of his creative license. So that's my opinion on the matter. So you're on Kanye's side. I do take Kanye's side. I don't like everything he says or how he says it, but. Or how he conducts business. If the I first, have to pick a side. Yeah. I imagine Kanye would be, I mean, he's a creative genius, but he must be a nightmare to work with. Like he must be so. I feel like any creative genius is though, because it has to be their way, you know? Right. And anything, any revisions, you know, any revisions are like, feel like a breach of contract to a creative. True. I actually hate when I get revisions, so I feel that deeply. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you understand him. So would you take Kanye's side too? Um, I think so. But like, I think I'm not surprised that these corporations aren't doing what they said that they would do. Like, so on that sense, like, I don't really, um, I don't support how Kanye is like coming out or like severing his relationship because I feel like it's just getting messy and like why yeah. would you just want to be in another messy entanglement with Kanye it's like bad a bad look I'm sure they don't want to and I'm sure there's lots that have gone on behind the scenes but it kind of seems like the only way that Kanye can actually like get what he get, wants put the pressure on if they're not resolving it actually amicably yeah given the power that Kanye has to get people talking about his like current messy situation like I wonder how bad it has to get for him to go public like do you think he's the type that's like one wrong move and I'm dropping this on Instagram or is he like like it's got to get really bad for him to like share it all yeah. Well, I mean, I think we see stuff, we see stories on like hype beast and complex and things like that about things that are happening, even when Kanye doesn't say it on his social. Um, like for example, when he came out with his new gap line and it was meant to be served in those like big yeah. bags mm -hmm. and then gap the had it all bags. on racks and he was <laughs> upset. Like he didn't take to social spewing about that, no. but it was still publicized, you know? Yeah. So I feel like there, there are things that are happening offline that still get caught into the public eye without him always being the one that's like spewing off. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe I'm giving him too much benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I am sad that uh, Gap didn't hold on, like actually do what they said that they were going to do their contract, which is create stores with Kanye. I like, know. That would have been a cool experience. Yeah. Although the thing is, once I actually experienced some of the products from Yeezy Gap, I was underwhelmed. Like Wait, the, you experienced them? What do you mean? Just through other people oh, okay. buying them. I didn't buy any myself, but I saw it and kind of felt it. And I feel like it, even though the designs were cool or like kind of breaking some rules, I felt like the quality of the product was really lacking. At the end of the day, it's just a hoodie. Yeah. Or it's just like a puff jacket that feels like a garbage bag, you know? Too bad. Yeah. Well. Enough about Kanye. What's the third story? Yeah. So last story here is a major win for Serial fans. Uh, not Serial the food, Serial the podcast, if you remember that. Mm. Um, the new There's a new episode out, and it's because uh, a dad... A, a, Adnan, Adnan. Adnan Saeed, the subject of the first season, he has been released from prison, conditionally released. Um, he was convicted two decades ago and was serving a life sentence Sheesh. for the murder of his classmate, Hyman Hi Lee. Uh, despite maintaining his innocence this entire time, the serial podcast actually followed the entire case and like 
they also were talking about doubts in his conviction, um, but he was convicted anyways. And yeah, but because of new evidence that was, I guess, accessed by the prosecution, um, they have agreed to conditionally give him 30 days a leave and then decide whether they want to move forward with a new trial or not. So this is pretty big news because um, like all the details of his case are in this podcast and everyone has always, well, as far as I know, the podcast hosts have also been like questioning whether he's actually guilty of this and the evidence has always been kind of murky. Um, so it's pretty cool that now he's finally seeing some justice. Yeah, it's crazy. It brings me back to when we were dating because I feel like that's when we listened to it. Yeah, we did listen to it. We didn't finish the podcast. I think we did. Did we? Yeah. I don't know if I paid attention the whole time, mm. but um, we did listen to it. And it's such a good podcast. That podcast is an, was such a big deal for podcasts in general. Yeah. It was like the first podcast that won a Peabody Award. It was like the first one where like, it felt like everyone was listening to it. I don't know of a podcast even now that I everyone listens to. And it came out weekly, which I thought was cool. Like it, it felt like a real life TV show that we were all like a part of. Yeah. And this might be a stretch, but I almost in my experience, feel like it sort of changed the way that people consume episodic content in general, like even TV shows. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like that was before, you know, a Game of Thrones or a show like that, even that you watch on TV that people almost consume together and like mm -hmm. debrief together. Like right. it felt like as people were listening to the serial podcast that there was like blogs about it and like forums and people taking to Reddit and Twitter and all just kind of debating what, what was true, what happened right. in the most recent episode and all that stuff. And, and it impacted like real life events of the case. Like I remember there would be an episode that would drop and then it would inspire like people to look into details of certain something, including lawyers. And then they would find something else and it would inspire it. Like it, would, it was real time things that were happening, yeah. which I don't, I feel like there's not a podcast like that anymore. It, it also sparked this whole new genre of true crime podcasts, which didn't exist before then. And like, that's a huge like category of podcasts. Yeah. But anyways, it's cool to see that he's released. It only took 20 years for the justice system to correct itself. So, um, yeah, this dude went to jail <laughs> for high school drama and then he's now in his forties. Yeah. And I, I actually listened to the latest episode that they shared about this update that he's being released. And I talked about like everything that was wrong with the justice system was wrong in his case, like including like faulty evidence, like, um, like some people who were invested cops who were like getting shady about how they were investigating things. Um, like just like everything that could go wrong went wrong in his case. And it's really sad that um, it took so long for him to get some justice out of it. But hopefully this is a, a changing point for him. Yeah. And he'll be free. Quite the story. Yeah. Anyways, those are three stories. Thanks for watching, listening. Now that we've wet your palate, go have something more substantial. See ya.